Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Custom Inc. can help you recognize employees, show customer appreciation, and outfit your teams with your favorite products and brands customized with your logo. At custominc.com, you can easily make your mark on all sorts of products, including water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and so much more. Make Custom Inc. your go-to business partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. All backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to custominc.com to get started today. This, why is my, uh, feels like my headphones, like my ears are popping. Grunge became a noun. It seemed a way to pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. What is grunge? Does it involve a flannel shirt? Welcome to the motherfucking grunge. Yeah. Welcome to the motherfucking grunge. Jer. Yeah. Welcome to the grunge. <laughs> they got a lot of nice girls. Uh, welcome to the grunge. We're the professional podcast exploring sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I am Joseph Rose. And I am Jerry Wood. Hello, little Jer. Hello, how are you? Well, um, what's new, Jerry? I'm fine, Joseph. You asked. I'm fine. I made a bacon-wrapped chicken today. Bacon-wrapped chicken? Yeah. How'd it turn out? It turned out okay. You know, I don't generally like the idea of mixing things like that. You know, I'm going to throw some pig on top of a chicken, and then I'm going to cook it. Like, I never feel more, you know, like a carnivore than when you start throwing flesh on top of other types of flesh, and then you cook it. You don't like that. Uh, it's weird. It weirded me out today. It was delicious, though. Yeah, it's good as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bacon wrapped scallops. Come on. If you put bacon in a thing or on a thing, mm-hmm. it pretty much can only make it better. I think it's the only thing. I think it's like what gets worse with some bacon. If you were to uh, go to a restaurant, they'll always put bacon as the first thing on a salad. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Caesar salad, bacon. But that's not Caesar salad. But you know what I mean? Bacon will be the first ingredient. People will always go, oh, bacon. That's okay. It must be healthy then. It's a salad. Bacon's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, when I was on my most restrictive paleo diet years some years ago, uh I was a bacon eating motherfucker. Yeah, it could be keto's the same way. Yeah. It doesn't have carbs or something. Like it's it's super it's not healthy though. There's something to it. Big I baked Why not? My, What's I, wrong with it? Well, I think it's greasy, you know. I baked the bacon so I wouldn't get that grease. But it's very greasy. You can it's it's artery clogging. Oh, Jerry, it's like you live in 1987 for your whole life. <laughs> 1987 was a great year. It was. Appetite for Destruction came out <laughs> yeah. in 1987. <laughs> Fucking. 
I don't think I don't know if I caught it till 1988. Though. It was a big a, a big a come up because uh, 86. I think the Challenger exploded. And that was real depressing. But 87, yeah. nothing like that happened. 87 was the shit. I got to tell you, I am using a new uh, ear monitoring system tonight. I normally wear my regular over the ear Sony headphones that I always use, but um, right now I've, I'm using the custom in ear monitors that I have. Um, that were designed for use. I, I use them in my band when we were playing. These are what I would use. Um, but they happen to be out here, and my headphones are in the house, and so I'm using them. You're hearing us, and in boy, HD. is it a different experience. HD, man. Yeah, I really am in HD. It's you ever get a, unsettling. You ever get a phone call and you're surprised at the quality of the line? <laughs> yeah. Like every time I every time I pick up and they're like. Taught me and you talking. I, I even noted it. I'm like, oh my God, what kind of phone do you have? Where are you? <laughs> I get I get real into it. Yeah. So I, I can only imagine that this is a whole new level. It's intense. I did have a little weed before we began. I had a lot of And it. then I consumed my gummies already. So they're going to be on their way soon. You know, you, you start a mini concert every time these things kick in. Yeah. You start yeah. singing and dancing. And I get excited, life, man. I love music you know? so much. You know, you add a little weed in the mix, it just enhances it all. <laughs> in your case, a lot. I do. I love it. <laughs> this will be, it's, it, you got 10 minutes. I think it's just the banter, and then the rest of it's going to be Joseph singing. Well, all right, Jerry. I have no problem with that. We're I mean, fine with that. It, gives, it makes my job easier. Do you have some kind of interesting content to bring to us this I evening? The bacon-wrapped chicken. What else was there? There was something else. You don't want to talk about any parts of 1996 or anything? You didn't? Oh, in 1996? It's okay, Jerry. I didn't know what we were doing today, so I didn't know. 1996 for me? What was it? The year I dropped out of high school? We're still in 1996 here in the timeline. How I actually got kicked out. My dad kicked me out of my house in 96. Didn't kick me out, but he said... uh, Get the fuck out. Sort of like, you know, you got to get a fucking job. And he I was cutting school, and he came home unannounced. And I got Howard Stern playing. There's a there's something just came out of the microwave, and I still go upstairs and hide in the closet. Like the yeah. fucking guy knew. Yeah, of course. Like I should have just stood there making you know whatever I was making and being like, "Hey, Dad, I'm home." Because Ridley was like, "You got to you got to show back up, or we're gonna kick you out." Right. <laughs> so uh, that was the day I uh, made up my mind in 1996. My dad opens the closet. I'm on. I'm in the closet. Really humiliating. In the closet. It was in the closet. My dad Jesus, saw that, kicked Jerry. me out, man. He had enough of that. He said, get the fuck out of here. He didn't say get the fuck out. He said, if you want to stay here, you got to get a job. So I moved to my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> man. All the way in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah, that was that was 1996. I guess that's an interesting story. That's why I like... Good year. <laughs> that's why I like doing this show. Like that's you, why? All you had to do was ask, what happened in 1996? Well, yeah, this miserable fucking... <laughs> found himself in a goddamn closet. Yeah, dude. Thrown out of his father's house. <laughs> 1996. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we've been over it. My, my most eventful moment of 96 was the trip to Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm-hmm. That was in 96. Oh, this this year I'll have memories galore. Yeah. Because this is the year I, got, I dropped out of high school, but then I dated a cheerleader. Like mm-hmm. that really would have come in fucking handy while I was in high school. Sure. Uh, we have all that to look forward to in 1996. Well, compared to some of the years we've covered so far, 96 isn't a very long one. We don't have as oh, much in really? 96 compared to some of these last couple of years. Uh, yeah, 94 I, and 95 had quite a bit, if I remember. Ninety, I think 97, we start hitting like what I consider like sort of the downturn oh, of, yeah? of grunge music. Because I think boy bands started rearing their heads and stuff oh, like well, that. Oh, well, sure. But. You saw like a shift in popular music. But there was also 
that it was on a downturn. It was sort of like the fad was sort of over at that point. To Still a whole lot of good albums. Great albums. Being released, yeah. No, no I mean, the, the artists... And obviously, you guys hopefully have got the gotten the hint so far we're gonna start doing more you know classic albums we just did a great classic album on the last Miley patreon Crew. episode uh too fast for love too fast for love love that album so much i gave it a re- i gave it another listen to at work and because uh, i have a jbl speaker now yeah yeah a little, and, and little bluetooth I, a little bluetooth speaker and it, you feel good listening to that album yeah like it really motivates you I, if we're gonna talk about like just the just the sensation of too fast for love it's motivation yeah, because every jam on there just rocks you. You know, very good stuff. That was a good one. If you minutes, if you didn't catch that one yet, um, don't be a bum. Get on the Patreon. Go to thegrungepodcast.com dot com, and you know, hit the button. Right. It says join the Patreon. Send us email. Do all the stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you know. We, yeah, we got the drill down. But yeah, yeah, we yeah we support. We appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in today, Jerry. Would you like me to um, go over some business? Yeah, man. Go ahead. We've got just a little bit of business. Oh, first first on the business list, there's a man named Anthony. He is our new patron. Thank you, Anthony. And not only is our new patron, not only is he our new patron, but he joined right in at the $10 tier. Ooh. So what that means for Anthony, single name, Anthony. He has no last name. Oh, like Seal. He's like a share. Share. Yeah. We have Anthony. Yeah. He uh, joined on the $10 tier, so that means he gets to select an album any album in the whole world and we will do an episode on that album and he knows that because he already selected his album as he joined he immediately first thing he did was send in his album he had a choice so he's in the list he's in the queue he's another male and let me tell you if we're talking about uh, female picks versus male picks the males are lacking let's uh see if we can get a yeah. A winner out of the dudes this time. <laughs> dudes have sent in some wacky fucking albums so far. Um, you know who I love, though? Christian. Oh, yeah. Christian Carrillo uh, out there in Japan. He did send in that Soundgarden home video, Motor Vision. That, that and that was fun. That was fun to do. I, I liked I, watching I mean, that, and it was a great I thought old he show. was cheating because we had to put a video in it, but it, I think the whole It was kind of cheating, but it was creative use. Right, we you know. there was no... Yeah, we, we, I, think, I think we came up with bylaws after that. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a man named Shepard Ferry, uh, the originator of these Andre the Giant heads on the wall behind us here, uh, he once talked to me about the art of getting over. Um, I had a little, you know, uh, communications with him for a little while back in the day in college. And uh, yeah, he, he helped, you know... He, he discussed the art of getting over with me. And Christian, I think, was maybe using that same theory. He was like, how can I, you know, get around the perceived boundaries of this? And I'm going to sneak in a Soundgarden home video concert. Yeah, cat's intelligent. Yeah, world, um, world travel. But hey, ain't hurting us none. That was a good time. Really good time. Uh, at least it was Soundgarden, not some bullshit. <laughs> wasn't like he sent us a Screaming Trees live home video or something, <laughs> in which case we would have made an episode where I actually kill myself on the podcast. No, you would have to stick around because the first 10 <laughs> seconds of every song is the shit. And then, yeah. <laughs> then after that, it's yeah, not a good situation. Uh, so thank you and welcome to The Fold, Anthony. We appreciate it. And I'm not going to tell you what he chose, but he no. did choose an album that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, I have a slight history with the album, but I've not heard it in many, many years. Mm. Um, so we'll get into it when the time comes. He's He's got a few people in the queue ahead of him. Or or you know what? Here's a thought, Jerry. Because he's new, mm-hmm. should we bump him to the front? 
because everybody else has had a chance already. Most of these people are on their second go around. Right, yeah, I mean. Anthony hasn't had one yet. Should he automatically go to the front of the line? Anthony, I'm is that say, right? I'm gonna say something. Um, I'm, you know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a little something. Okay. Uh, we should make him wait three months, so he has to pay ten dollars <laughs> every month. Then we then we do his thing. That's a true. Minimum, Anthony, you sit tight. <laughs> a ninety day commitment. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Anthony's gonna wait. We'll put him at the back of the line. Uh, but thank you, Anthony. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who is on the Patreon. Thank you guys for supporting the show. We got a little email from one of our patrons, the lovely, talented Taylor Stuber writes in. She says, the Rage episode was so entertaining, I was laughing through the whole thing. Mm. A tip to Jerry, Mm. try pairing this or any Rage album with a workout instead of alcohol. This shit will make you run five miles without even realizing it, and you'll feel powerful doing it. It could probably punch a hole. uh, I could probably punch a hole in a wall while listening to Bulls on Parade, and I love it. It's an A. (laughs) I, I would imagine it to, if I was running towards this album, I'd be running running to this album, I'd be running away from something. The, 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 this, the, the, the anger. I'm, I'm assuming I'm being chased if I'm listening to music like this. Being chased? Yes, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. I, I, it's why, an aggressive album. Why so chased? She's, about, she's just talking about, I don't know. <laughs> like it's, okay. It's just like, I did something wrong and here they come. It, it, it was a it really angry album. Yeah, well, they're not known for their happy, feel-good the uplifting jams, uh, Rage Ring, Against the Machine. Ringo Starr has nothing to do with them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, well, Jerry, should we get into the theme of the evening? A theme? What is this theme? Jerry, the theme is No Code oh. is the fourth studio album by the greatest American rock band of all time, Pearl Jam. It was released on August 27th, 1996 through Epic Records. Following a troubled tour for its previous album, Vitology, in which Pearl Jam engaged in a much-publicized boycott of Ticketmaster, the band went into the studio to record its follow-up. The music on the record was more diverse than what the band had done on previous albums, incorporating elements of garage rock and world beat. What do you think of that, Jer? I do know world beat. A bit of world music. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sitar and some different instruments in this one. Yeah, that's right. Pan flutes. Although No Code debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, making it Pearl Jam's third consecutive number one album, it left a large section of the band's fan base unsatisfied and quickly fell down the charts. Critical reviews were also mixed with praise to the musical variety, but criticism to the band's inconsistency. The album became the first Pearl Jam album to not reach multi-platinum status, receiving a single platinum certification by the Recording Industry Association of oh, America. That's a huge failure. Yeah, right? <laughs> only Plat- sold over only a million. One, only one platinum rating. Uh, notably, okay. No Code was the band's first album with drummer Jack Irons, who had joined the band as Vitology was being completed. Um, Jack Irons, Jerry, originally a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jack Irons, I believe, is directly responsible for Eddie Vedder getting uh, together with Pearl Jam. Hmm. I believe Jack was out in California where a young Eddie Vedder was out there around San Diego, surfer type dude. The boys in Seattle, Stone and Jeff, uh, you know, had put this bit together, the Stone Gossard demos, as it was, little instrumental tape. Jack said, you know, I think I know a guy. I got a guy. 
So they give him the tape. He passes it along to little Eddie Vedder. And there you go. Hmm. No, the history was made. So Jack Irons, not only having a great fucking last name, and a great oh, yeah. name as in a whole, yeah. formed, helped form the greatest American rock band. Yeah, he played people. an integral role in those very earliest days. How about that? Small hmm. world. Right. Uh, would you like to know some additional anecdotes toward the album? I have Whatever a little you, bit I, more. I know you're a fan, and I know that we, it would be this would be something you'd enjoy. Go ahead. I've go got ahead. a little bit more, guys. The sessions for the album began with strife and tension. Mm. Bassist Jeff Amitt was not made aware that the band was recording until three days into the sessions and said that he wasn't super involved with that record on any level. Guitarist Mike McCready said, I'm sure Jeff was pissed, but it was more about separating because if we played all together, nothing would get done. We'd all just get pissed off at each other. At one point, Amitt even walked out of the recording sessions and considered quitting the band due to lead vocalist Eddie Vedder's control of the creation process. This these is, these middle records here, Vitology into No Code, were they were tense. This is a story we hear over and over and over again with lead singers taking too much yeah. creative control. And well, and this band. is when it happened. Yeah, this this from Vitology into this album is when it became Ed's band. Right. You know, it was Stone's band, and this is when it became. Well, we've heard the same thing with Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't think of another one. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Another one. Uh, one last bit. The band's mood had gotten better by the time the album was finished, and the band members gave credit for this to Irons. Regarding Jack Irons, Brendan O'Brien, the producer, stated that everybody was on their best musical behavior around him. Mike McCready said that Irons urged the band members to discuss their problems and called him a big spiritual influence, influence if not the biggest. Vetter said making no code was all about gaining perspective. Yeah. What are you doing, Jerry? He's just a friendly guy, Jack Irons. You even look at him, you look at him, he gives you a good feeling. Jack's got a real, there's a unique flavor to Jack's playing. You know, Pearl Jam is, we've talked, you know, over the course of these first few albums, they've, they've been through a few drummers in their career. And all of those drummers were pretty significantly different from the others. They're all pretty unique. And and they've been very lucky in that they've had a lot of very good drummers. Dave Aberzis, you know, the, Dave Krusen played on 10, but by the time the band was touring on 10, it was Dave Aberzis, and he played on those other, you know, verses and Vitology. He's an amazing drummer. Um, really a great standout, hard-hitting, funky drummer. And Jack Irons, totally different drummer. This guy comes in with the rickety little kit, very garagey type of dude, but a great sound. I really love his sound in Pearl Jam. Like I, I love that vibe. Oh, he's that been he, a funky drummer though. I mean, he paid for the Chili Peppers, and that's a it's a significant. Yeah, different just music. a way different vibe. Yeah, you know. Um, and and of course, you know, nowadays Pearl Jam has had Matt Cameron in the band for twenty something years, and we know Matt Cameron is a beast on the drums. So they've had a lot of cool drummers, and Jack wasn't in the band for oh so long, but. Uh, a unique drummer and and left his mark on these albums. Do you have any feelings about this album, Jerry? Do you have any memories? Do you, did it? I really did it reach your radar? It did, I didn't want to disappoint, but this one. I mean, I know I'm, I know songs of it on it. It didn't reach me. Uh, no, not really a bit. I think Yield. I came back for Yield. Oh yeah, uh, I think that was the case with a lot of people. It wasn't. I just, but it wasn't like me not liking them at all. It just was. 
it, it just it, it really wasn't on my radar. It wasn't because I they fell out of favor with me. It just I, I didn't care. Vitology was when we saw the band start to like I don't know get a little weird. Mm-hmm. Add in some some weird bits like okay that's unexpected right. or whatever. Um, of course, I loved Vitology, but this time around, No Code, they really leaned into that. I think um, they were in this weird mode. Mm-hmm. You know, Ed was doing a lot of the writing, and they were in a weird place. And they got a new drummer, and they were touring while recording and writing this. It was a whole weird situation. But as I've said on here, I think my favorite Pearl Jam albums are Vitology and No Code. Uh, I couldn't tell you maybe which one is the one. It, on any given day, it could be this one, it could be that one, it could I, be I, another one. I'm encouraged to hear they still they got weirder. I mean, when I heard when I hear world music, I think of course when I worked the music store with all the those CDs were in the back. You'll hear it plain as day, right? But I think of Peter Gabriel. Yeah, for you know, like that type of thing. And I, well, and, and they that was the other thing they led like in advance of this album. Their advanced single was a song called "Who You Are." which is definitely a world music Pearl Jam mm-hmm. song. And it was not the single that anyone would have predicted. Like, mm-hmm. that's the ch- song you chose? Like, what is this <laughs> album going to sound like? You know, it was out of left field, kind of. They've been doing that, though, with, with no, uh, with no, uh, where they did the, where they put no promotion into the release of the, of, uh, yes. of verses, you know. I At mean, this it, point, it, they were even farther back yeah. like they were still not making videos they hadn't made a video in years at this point they weren't doing press they weren't on the cover of magazines yeah they, they just made music and tour yeah and that ed, was all they did. by that point ed had said a full fuck all you guys like just fuck it they were fighting Ticketmaster. when i first started seeing pearl jam live was on this tour and we were out seeing them in weird venues you know you had to get tickets through the fan club there was no Ticketmaster. it was like a shit show. Trend setting though. Like Great. that that method other artists borrowed heavily from uh, heavily Yeah. Um should we do the thing here? Yeah, go ahead. Please Track go. number 1 is of course Sometimes. I like this. It's chilling. Just, yeah, I like chill music. I think last before we did Molly Crew. I was like, what's jazzier? And you said this house <laughs> pushing Even this. I'm okay with this. Like listen to Ed. Like this is not the Ed that you heard on Jeremy. No. He was putting his heart and soul. This is this is to create a mood. I really wish and I'm not gonna talk over the whole album. I should. Yes you will. I will. But uh, I really wish I knew I was doing this so I could get the lyrics like I did for a ghost album. Look it up. Yeah, because all of these need to be. I, get yourself I'm on curious. Genius.com. Go ahead. Look it up on Genius.com. You'll get the lyrics. Or even PearlJam.com in this case. They have all their lyrics up there. Seek my Devote myself. My small. Trying not to go 
<laughs> he's just he's just holding back here. He's just not giving a fuck. He's not somebody I will mistake for another person. Though. His yeah. voice is always going to be the same. Yeah, he's pretty identifiable. Like there are times with Chris Cornell, like I won't know. Really? Like when he goes to a low register, mm. I won't. Like who's that? You know. But Eddie Vedder can't. You can't. He can't hide, man. So this guy didn't know he was recording for the first three times. That's right. What the fuck? Poor Jeff. Doing? What were you doing? Let's not tell him. <laughs> fuck. Say, what? I'd no, be pissed. I... Yeah, you were just there to chill out. We do that sometimes. Like we're gonna record something. What? No. <laughs> All right. We're coming into track two. It's called Hail Hail. I hope it's all like this. It's just like this one, actually. <laughs> Here's Hail Hail. It wasn't Do the Evolution the next. Yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> this was this a video? Nope, no videos. There's no videos in this one. Do the Evolution was the only video. I, that was the first one back, right? With the anime. that was on Yield. That was on Yield. Yeah, that was the first like Pearl Jam video. Animated video. In a while. Yeah. Single. It was a single. Yeah. It was. We do so gloss over the fact that these guys shunned the whole media, all media outlets, even the people helping them sell tickets. Yeah. I mean, the record label might have been the only thing that took the less shrapnel, took less shrapnel out of everyone around it. Yeah. And I, it's my favorite name. And Pearl still Jam platinum. Album. It's my favorite uh, name Pearl Jam album, though. The Jeremy, oh, yeah. of course, it's end and all that. But I, uh, yeah, No Code just works well together for me. I just like the name of the album. Again, another album. Great I, packaging on this oh, album. Yeah, yeah. It came with all these Polaroids, and uh, I have it on vinyl. In fact, I have, I still have my unopened original vinyl uh, of this. Yeah, from back in the day. That one's quite um, valuable and collectible and original. Um, but I also have a new, a reissue that I open and play. You know. Do you know when you get these things? Do you know, like what? these are going to be valuable? Like I've always, I've no. Always... I bought it back in the '90s when it was released. Yeah. I didn't have a turntable. I wasn't, I wasn't listening oh, to it. So, so I just bought it because I always bought Pearl Jam's albums, and I was like, you know what? I'll just have it. I'll just not open it, and I never did. And, you know, when they reissued it on vinyl, I bought it. There we go. Music and lyrics. I love this shit right here. He sounds different. I mean, I know it's him, but he sounds a lot different. Yeah, Eddie better. Sorry, pronouns. We don't go by anyone's first name on this show. Like full, we have to say their full name. Like Lane Staley, Jerry, you know, Jerry Cantrell. It's not just one person or anything like that. Like we know, we don't. It's obvious we don't know these people in real yeah. life. 
I don't know. There's something about the the delivery on this album and and the overall production of it. It just has a more uh, I don't know. It's got this weird sentimental vibe to it or something. It's it's less shiny for sure. Yeah. It's a lot less shiny. They didn't have far to go to get less shiny though. From Vitology, I mean, I don't, was yeah. that like super well produced? We've never said that before. Um, I mean, not really. I, I would say those first few albums got less shiny as they go. Yeah. You know, uh, Yield was them like putting back a little shine on it after this one. You know, I like the Yield art. So too. this is who you are. This was the advanced single. <laughs> yeah. This is- So if you were in a drum circle, yeah, college when this came out, you were, yeah, you were ecstatic. Your, shit. <laughs> I wish I was old enough. Well, I was old enough to go to college, and I just didn't. <laughs> you just didn't. I just did not go to college. This would have been perfect. I missed college during the best years of music. It's <laughs> only ever happened in the '60s. I'm fucking like, oh, I quit school. Yeah, I wouldn't say this was a single. I would actually actively root against that. You don't like it? I like it, but I would say like, no, don't. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not right. what I want. Right? It's you not. Know? It's not a traditional single from a band like Pearl Jam. I do love it, though. I mean, I don't know. There's just a wacky vibe to this album that I really, I really love. Um, yeah, we don't talk. We talk about um, you know the bass and how we like the bass on this band and all yeah. stuff. But this is, I think, this is the most so far most bass heavy. Maybe so. Pearl Jam yet, you know? Might be why you like it. I don't know. See, now I'm hearing Gabriel. Yeah. Now I'm hearing the world music that's supposed to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, this clapping. I have a theory about clapping. I think if you have clapping in a song, it is an immediate hit. That or Nate. I have a lot of clapping in my songs. You do, and I, it, that's why I like them. Yeah. And Nate Dog. You don't have Nate Dog. That's the only thing missing. Right. If you want a surefire hit, you have clapping and Nate Dog on it, and you're good. <laughs> have you ever done a Nate Dog song on this? I have a feeling. Yeah, we, well, we did regulate. We did regulate, yeah. yeah. So Nate Dog's made an appearance on the ground, yeah. which I like. Hell yeah. I'm pleased with that. Yeah, it's got a fish type. I know you don't want to hear that. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> it's got a jam band feel to it. <laughs> I was watching a, a podcast video, and people have, some people have, well, it's only on your side, have, have buttons for mutes so they don't cough. Oh, yeah. Shit. Or breathe too heavy into the microphone. I'm like, that'll be the next evolution of this podcast is where I can cough. <laughs> impunity that would be nice I'm tired you're tired yeah what's the matter with you Jerry why are you so lazy I'm soothed by this so lazy shut up <laughs> be aggressive soothed Jerry. by this I was just I'm tired you're lazy what What? sleep is lazy <laughs> yeah 
I thought we've been calling each other. You've been calling me at uh, ten forty-five every night the past few days. <laughs> what is that true, Jerry? What are we going to do about it? That? <laughs> That's always. What are we going to do? Me and Jerry have been talking a lot about our new podcast that we've new, been getting ready to start. A new thing. Track yeah. number four, in my tree. I feel as if I, I love this, this one. I'm an, I like this song too. I feel as if I've. Uh, I made the wrong decision. You really fucked yourself on I this really one. really fucked myself on this new one. But thank the Lord for it. Yeah, I'm not. Also, listen to little Jack Irons here. Yeah, he's doing he's doing his thing back there. And what I like about it is it's just so raw. Yeah. Like, we're used to Like, that. Ed's vocal is raw on this album. Yeah, the whole like, thing is... a lot of it. Like, there's a reason the guy didn't know he was recording. Jeff Allman didn't know he was recording. <laughs> Like, well, what, what? He would have tried a little harder, I'm sure, you yeah. know? But this is sort of simpler. I love how they don't tell him. Dude, uh, you tell me. Can you imagine if we don't sat... Don't tell Jeff. Imagine if we sat on this couch and talked, and, like, like as we, and we thought we were talking as friends, and then you said, hey, man, I've been recording that whole thing. Like, for 90 days. Like, yo, dude. We would have... <laughs> we, we, that would, be would actually be the best podcast. <laughs> I said some shit. I said some personal shit. <laughs> But don't you people know now? If you've listened to all 188 episodes, well, of wait till they listen to the new podcast. Yeah. If you like the banter and me yelling and then feeling regret, this new one's for you. <laughs> so this, the theme song's the best part. Everything. Wow, this is like it's thunderous. Every song has been. Like, I, I can't put it into words. Like, it's sort of been chill. Like, this is perfect for weed. That's nice. It's a good weed album. Yeah, it really is, honestly. I can't say any Pearl Jam is a good weed album. Yeah, this is a good weed album. I, I gotta say, I don't know that I've ever thought of it in those terms, but I think it kind of is. World music in a whole, you know, anything exotic, you're smoking yeah, weed, you'll find something. And it has this it. very, I don't know, it just, it just has this weird... A sincere kind of vibe to it is what it has. I don't know. It's intimate. It's sincere. It sounds spacey to me. I love it. Like far away. Like I, you think he's being sincere. I think he's trying to pull away. Like, he's not putting his full effort. No one is because no one knows what's recording. No one knows what's being recorded. <laughs> Wait, you were recording? <laughs> the whole, every whole band. We were just like, jamming. That would be fucking. I would. Uh, yeah, I would just hang myself if knowing somebody who didn't know that they were doing something and were so fucking good at it. Yeah. Even when they were like, just, oh, I'm certain that exists. Yeah. I would <laughs> just go out and say, what am I doing wrong? And just fucking step in front of a train. The only one who knew was recording was Jack Irons because he's fucking going nuts back there. <laughs> I'd like to know what songs he didn't know he was Like, there's gonna be something in here that he didn't want us to hear. <laughs> Somebody yelling for another fifth of, of Jack Daniels. Look <laughs> at this. Are they heavy drinkers, these guys? Because I see him in oh, there. Oh no, wait, Jerry, I think I just realized that you're interpreting this a different way. Yeah, I, I didn't. How is he not recording? I thought he was just fucking around. Like, no, no. First of all, it was Jeff Amitt, the bass Jeff player. Jeff Amitt, yeah. He I'm didn't sorry. know they were recording, so he wasn't there. Oh, shit. 
They didn't. He didn't, wasn't even there. I thought he was just there. fucking around. No, no, know? he wasn't there. He well, didn't a, know they were in the studio recording. Oh, that's a dick move. That is now. That, yeah, wow, this whole fucking. How long I've been? Yeah, talking I just like realized that? you thought he was minutes. there I playing he was just around and didn't know he was recording. Recording an album. He didn't know the band was recording at oh, all. Oh no, God, why? Wow, he wasn't at the studio. How, am I not, how did I not pick that up? <laughs> I gotta stop smoking this shit. Track five, smile. Jerry's now joining us on the podcast. I would be. Furious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, I would quit. Well, he was mad. He was gonna quit. I would have quit. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys can't. You, who's playing? <laughs> yeah, he Dick was not move. there. <laughs> you guys are. Yeah, I would. Fuck you, Ed. Hey, this is Smile. This is a great song. Harmonica. Love this one. Man, I love this one. Oh yeah. The gummies have kicked in. So get ready for. It. I love Stop this it. song. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Jerry. After it's a good fucking song. Oh yeah, come on. I'm gonna eat this almond joy. Hmm. Friends of darkness, furrows and brows. God, it's so delicious. (laughs) Fuck. Shut off the music and only dance to almond joy. Never skip ahead. <laughs> I see, I see the length, and I'm like, no, is no. that one of those fuck around songs that I like so much that they do? I look forward to that one. How did this alienate people? Got a new case of my Zambia Bing Cherry. Oh, wonderful. This episode sponsored by Drink By. No, it's not. They haven't given us a fucking dollar. But, um, who well, was uh... Maybe they will. <laughs> Why, would, why did this alienate anybody? Now, I wasn't paying attention, so... Does this sound like Jeremy to you? Is that it? Yeah, yeah dude. three other albums before this. This was too far. Over the line. It's enough for me. I love it. I, I think those people are fucking before. nerds. Nerds. I don't use that term. I haven't used nerds. I have I can't find a way to use that in any I use it. Yeah, I know. You all the time. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's what these people were. I don't like Pearl Jam anymore. This isn't cool. What are you no, missing? you're a nerd. You can't write black over and over and over again. Tom Petty-ish. Yeah? You know, hear that? You hear a little Last Dance of Mary Jane in there, you know? Last just Jane. listen to Jack's drums. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're like rickety. It sounds you like know? there's no real insulation in this room. It just sounds <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a drum kit yeah. in the room. <laughs> Pretty much. Maybe they, I mean, you need to strip that thing. I, I think, I think if you keep on going up, up, and up, and up, and up, 
I think we've, we've seen it with Black Sabbath and Dio, like even metal bands or, or people who have, you have to knock it down a tad. Yeah. Because people would, if you keep on going up and up and up with like production and shit like that, what band have you Oh man, seen? track six, off he goes. What, what, uh, ba- what band have you seen that keeps going an upward trajectory? Same, well, I think there's Met- different versions of that. Metallica did it. Definitely Metallica in, in certain ways. But like they, yeah. musically, they were doing that. They were getting thrashier, faster, more progressive, uh, more riffs, just more complicated, more everything, more extreme, up through the beginning, all the way through Injustice for All, um, which is a horrendous sounding album. And then they take the biggest turn and do the Black Album, because what are they going to do? Where does that path lead that they were on? It leads to shit, is where that leads. They had, They had pushed it. And so they just said, fuck that. Let's strip it all back down and let's actually make a record sound good. You know, Bob Rock had to step in and say, let's have a a Metallica album for once in your life that sounds good. You know, and they did. And they wrote songs with way less notes and way slower. And they wrote ballads. And James fucking sang. Sang? Crazy. Right. So Meanwhile, listen one. to this little Eddie Vedder. Yeah, this, this is good. This is chill. chill. I love saying that. This doesn't get blocked on YouTube because you can't see. You can see the mark. <laughs> Six minutes, what was it? Forty-one minutes and in, in, in twenty seconds ago, the gummies took full effect. Hey everyone, so much love in this fucking room, man. Uh, man I can't wait till we do our MDMA episode. Uh, it's gonna be yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's going to be the best. Yeah, we have, first, we have to do the heroin and cocaine episode. Listen, Jerry the sissy. Yeah, just fucking stop. Just do all of the drugs. You're such a baby. You're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> about the heroin one or the MDMA? All of it. <laughs> oh, just always a baby. You're always complaining, <laughs> saying no to shit. I've done ecstasy. I gotta, I gotta, you, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to say yes to stuff. Have you he still ever, says no to everything. That was a year ago. That's a different guy. But uh, who is a... <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that I'm going to say no to everything. Now. Come on, Jerry. Have you ever done ecstasy before? No. You've never done it? No. I've never done anything except oh. cannabis, mushrooms, and DMT. That's it. It's not healthy for you, but it's, it's, a, it's a trip, man. It's one of my favorite. Well, I'm not going to do it every day. I want to do it one time. It was my one of my favorite experiences. It's always been my favorite experience. It's my t- drug of choice. Ecstasy. Oh, yeah. I, once a month, I would well, do Well, now, that there thing. is a difference between ecstasy know, and MDMA. I'm aware. But I, they, I think I'm looking for pure MDMA. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, so there you go. There we are. First time. First timers. Yeah, with Jerry mean, and I, Joseph. I mean, first time. It's just us babbling into a microphone fucking on whatever drug of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck, man. Come on, listen to this. He has the MDMA. You grit your teeth. Well, he has returned. <laughs> this is what it, MDMA sounds like. It's a fucking great song, man. Fucking. Oh. You don't unclench your teeth. You gotta stay hydrated. 
because somebody playing craft work, you start fucking dancing, touching other people. That's MDMA. MDMA. And he's still strong. Listen to that. Oh, god damn it. Nothing's changed but the surrounding bullshit that has grown. Sing it, Ed. Oh. Same old, same old friend. Mm. Fucking little Jen. You know, there's no, uh, you don't hear a lot of music like this anymore. Yeah, man, look at how cool this is. Yeah, it's nice. I can't tell you. I can't tell I did not know this album existed until Vitalogy came out. Yeah. Not Vitalogy, I'm sorry, yeah, Yield. Yeah. I was like, there was one in the middle, yeah. and I worked at a music store. There yeah. just wasn't a lot of press for any of this These guys, I mean, that, it's amazing they're as successful as they are. Because they put zero effort into letting me know they exist. And that they've always been around. not to bring up every time we listen to Pearl Jam all I am is thrown back into 1992 or 3 whatever with Jeremy <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm just sitting there like getting yelled at <laughs> Jeremy spoke in class still happens this day every Jeremy spoke in class Jeremy spoke in the meeting Jeremy spoke <laughs> that's what they say Jerry, Jeremy spoke in the meeting yeah Jeremy spoke in and whatever <laughs> I said something at they'll say it they'll tell me they'll, they'll just yell it back at me Jeremy spoke in the meeting Jeremy spoke in the bathroom <laughs> it's all this shit, man. Jerry, we do have a problem. Tell me. I just finished my bye drink. Uh-oh. Wait, wait. We're only better. on track six. Well, how many tracks are there? Thirteen. What the fuck? Well, bye. We'll pause this shit so you can get another bye. Shit. I'd use the bathroom anyway. No, Jerry. Do it to go to the bathroom. No, you'll sit your ass down. I haven't gotten up yet. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Coming into track seven, Habit. This you know, is a fucking good one. You know, we'd be getting paid if you got up midway through a podcast. Oh, I drive out a buy drink. Well, I can't do anything <laughs> without my buy. <laughs> Habit. Come on, Jerry. Yeah. They see, he could have done with that voice. He could have done it any better thing, and he's not doing it. Yeah, yeah I would. I, I guess I would jump ship. If I was like that guy, you know, who's really the, the track listing I have is all fucked. I love listening to him do that with his voice. Yeah, I, 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 I want more of this. I mean, it's not. That. I know it's not like the lead singers we deal with, but, but he's. I never knew he was capable of this. Yeah. I mean, he changed himself, uh, so good for him. You know, I spoke too soon earlier. think cigarettes has anything to do with this? This sounds like I he's mean, a smoker. Uh, yeah, but at this point, he still, he had a pretty clear he voice when he, he wanted it. He whips it back out in uh, heel. Yeah. Does he do it again here at all? Is he yeah, you'll he'll hear, he'll hear some different, different things. You know, I looked up the uh, track listing for this album, and I looked three different places. Sometimes we get like special editions and shit. Oh yeah. And Habit is the only one that doesn't have like a timestamp. It doesn't tell you how long 
four, four, four places didn't tell me out how long the song was. Not, not that I need to know. Yeah, it was just weird that that was there. No, no, I'm not. I don't want to know. Yeah, I just, just like a, I don't care. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like. This must be insane with your new headphones. <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> it is insane. I didn't realize how much we paid for, the, or somebody paid for the headphones I'm wearing now. I've been throwing them around like they're <laughs> fucking adorable. I didn't know how much money was on these. Jerry owes me several thousand dollars. I, I, I walked into that. I didn't agree to nothing. <laughs> I didn't agree to nothing. Nothing. Somebody did several thousands of dollars of damage. Well, several hundred dollars of damage to my car. Yeah. In service to your cause. No security camera footage. Nothing. I. They just probably told me they were going to do it. You know, it is what it is. These sons of bitches at that Toyota place. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I need Team that Toyota. I need that job. Step it up, Glenn Mills. Jerry tells me <laughs> the way the working conditions are over there with your slimy shit. Right. Great place through to the work. footage. Fucking guy got vandalized on your watch. What kind of shit yeah. show were they running over there? That'd be nice if they paid for it. Would be nice. Would be nice. Or give me a new car for free. Or at least one for me. You wouldn't want one that we would give away. It's not a Tesla. I wouldn't want to drive a Toyota. No, they're great cars. Um, track number eight coming up. Red Mosquito. Yeah, I'm all right with that noise. That psychedelic guitar. Or this one. Yeah, this is a weird one. This is... I'm a little... There's only been a couple albums where I'm a little shocked that I didn't know. Yeah. This is one that I'm... This would have been right up my alley. It's bluesy. It's chill. This is now pure Eddie Vedder. This is what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, I want this noise everywhere I go. <laughs> Guys, I'm here. <laughs> Not this one. This song is about food poisoning. Ed got some food poisoning. Least heady thing I can deal with with him. He's just lighthearted. Yeah. What did he eat? Not sure. This is not the noise I would think of with food poisoning. Yeah. I've been food poisoned once. His chicken fingers at Diamond. I will. I will. A diamond pizza on Diamond Street, West Philadelphia. They uh, since uh, Diamond Street, huh? Yeah. yeah. I have had Diamond Street pizza. Mm-hmm. I've had it right next to a how weird a, a temple. Yeah. yeah. Temple Universe. Yeah. <laughs> I got chicken finger. You know, you shouldn't just why? Why would I go get chicken fingers out of a pizza place? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I think I've had them. 
Yeah, they, they, well, they give you a lot of French fries. Yeah. That's one of the nicer things. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It was hey, okay, local guys. Pizza. This is Pearl Jam. Yeah. Red Mosquito. Listen to this one. Food can be shitty as long as they get French fries. A lot of them. Just put a bow on that one. The album cover unfolded, creating the no-code logo. Yeah. One of the photos is Dennis Rodman's eyeball. Yeah. And a picture of Eddie's foot after he hit, stunned by a stingray. Yeah. Ooh. Rodman was all hanging out with Pearl Jam at the time. He was even on a, a jam. Rodman was wild. It was a great the 90s, jam man. from these sessions. Uh, uh, Black and Red and Yellow, I think, was from these sessions. Maybe I love that jam. It's not on the album. 1995 to 98, he was on the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And he was he was going ballistic, like uh, Dennis Rodman. Oh, was I was way wild. in at that point. Yeah, he was, I was wild. Yeah, I was watching the Bulls. Nonstop. Remember, he left to go to Vegas yep. to get his mind right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was deep into the Bulls at that point. Yeah, I How hated could you him. Not be. I hated him, but you had to love him. You had yeah. to respect him. His shoes. I had Jordans one through six because my mom worked at a shoe store. Really? I swear to God, she stole them. I mean, it was what it was. I had Bradley's clothing and fucking badass Jordans. You'll love uh, track nine coming up, maybe. Lucan. That's that's the one I was looking forward named to. Named after Matt Lucan of the, uh, what fucking band was Lucan in? Screaming Trees or... Uh, Let's see. Uh, Mud Honey. What fucking... Uh, Jesus, Matt Lucan. Mud Honey? He's got a spot at Lucan's. That's what he's going to be singing about. Show up and everything's great. And all of a sudden, I'm out there. Lucan is about the pretty intense stalker problem better yes. faced during the mid 1990s. He had to run over to Matt Lucan's house. Fucking ran in there and opened the fridge when he got to Lucan's. Just go in there, look in the fridge. You've had a friend like that where you go over to their house, you're that familiar with them. I'm that friend. You walk, you walk in and open something. I go to Andy's house, I go right for his snacks. That's weird. I love it. I don't, I don't help myself to anyone's food at first. I won't really go like take snacks. Hey, that was Lucan, by the way, guys. Great stuff. Here's a uh, track ten. Present tense is a beautiful little song. Mm-hmm. I don't go in and like take snacks and start eating them, but I love to look at his snacks. So I'll open oh, a yeah, cabinet yeah. or a fridge, and it just makes me happy to look at the the just array of snacks. He is – he has a lot. They love snacks. <laughs> they love snacks. And I, mean, I love them for it, Andy and Heather. I got a – Thank se- you for the snacks. Several different boxes of, of Triscuits. Some <laughs> okay, of my Jerry. favorite, my favorite. Triscuits and uh, – Triscuit beans. is like a Jerry snack. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense to delicious. me. Delicious. Salt, vinegar, good stuff. Like a brown little cracker. Garlic and rosemary. For Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> crackers. Yeah, I'm a big fan of crackers. Come on, Jerry. Listen to this shit here. Cheez-Its. Present tense. I'm going to say something. I hope, you don't, I hope you don't hate it right now. This yeah. is, you know, I don't like this one. Well, you haven't given it a chance. I'm not a fan. It just fucking started. I don't like it. Something out of this. 
You can spend your time alone redigesting past regrets. It's definitely raw. Oh, you can come to terms and realize you're the only one. You can forgive yourself. Jerry. Makes much more sense to live in the present tense. Yeah, Jared. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Shut your mouth. All right! Have you ideas on how to slide Time. Oh, this song this is me. the fourth time and it, it's only <laughs> two minutes into the 17 minute long song this is God joseph damn, keep it little... fucking together man dude listen to this part don't cry <laughs> god damn it you want some water something i ran out of a pie drink <laughs> no there now you now you can cry i'm out of pie you fucking loser listen to this. Come on. <laughs> i hope to god they pay us one day Motherfucking song. <laughs> I'm gonna say something real funny. <laughs> I don't want to watch a grown man cry on a fucking Wednesday night. I gotta. <laughs> it's my day off. <laughs> feel like it today. Just get through the whole day without somebody crying in front of me. <laughs> 24 hours. God damn it. Just keep it to yourselves, man. <laughs> like, what do I do in my life where everyone, where once a day someone starts crying? In the present. It's like what I'm always telling you, Jerry. Live in the present tense, man. Yeah, you, you, you say it in a faster, more effective way than these guys do. Yeah. I like the spacey noise now. It's a little, Some little Jack Irons with that. Yeah, but you hear that? You hear that like effect? I'm good with this. Jeff killing it when he finally showed up. Showed up. They finally told him, "All right, bro, oh, we're in the studio. We've I'm been in the studio so for half a week." I, I'm so upset I missed that. Come on I, down. I, we need bass. Yo, I would be. I mean, imagine if I did that to you or you did that to me. We would be. Yeah. I think we'd be Wait, done. You've been in my garage for three days recording podcasts. What yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, they're all out. Release, man. It's good. Uh, we're gonna. Well, you want in? <laughs> Oh, you know we've got a fun, we've got a fun song coming up next. Awesome. Um, yeah, present tense coming to its beautiful little close here. I like the end. It's a great end. <laughs> it is. That's a journey for you, huh? Yeah, man. Listen, listen. Yeah. 
sorry, I thought that was the end. It's just the middle. It's the end. Yeah, come on. That's good as fuck right there. <laughs> this, this, that Dude. This next stanza. It made it the end. It made that when I just listened to it. I liked the middle. <laughs> so now this is going to go on. This is the end. The end. <laughs> yeah, there it goes again. Yeah. Come on, how good is that? I can see packing a bowl of this. Yeah, man. That, that's really it. Um, track 11 coming up, Mankind. The first time on any Pearl Jam song, lead vocals by Stone Gossard. Oh. Stone. There we go, Stone. Stone song. What's his real name again? I don't think that's... His name is Stone. Stone Gossard? Yeah, that is his real name. Let's take a look. Really is his real name. Stone having fun on Mankind. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to look it up, I believe. That really is his real name. Wow, cool. That's that's. You, you, Take some confidence to name your kid Stone, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I love that little Stone sings. Hey, not bad, though. like most about Stone Gossard now is that he looks like a CPA. Yeah. Certified public accountant, Stone yeah. Gossard. <laughs> yeah. Stone strikes me as, as a dude who, at any given moment, he is fully comfortable. He wants to be comfortable. Yeah. In just any way. Every way. <laughs> the kind of guy who falls asleep where he wants. Yeah. That's what just, he needs to do. You know, he don't give a fuck. Truly does not give a fuck. Like a granddad. My father, my, my, I have family members who can fall asleep at yeah. in the middle of any I'm family gathering. I'm pretty sure Stone has played a show or two in Crocs. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking sure of it. Oh, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> he would. I'd throw him right out of my band. Yeah. But yeah, no, God no, bless no, no, him. No. He's Stone Gossip. Yeah. I, I've never owned a pair of Crocs. <laughs> I would never. Mm. <laughs> it's like uh, those men are wearing jelly shoes. Yeah. I feel like Pete probably has Crocs. I feel like in Australia, maybe that's perfectly acceptable. Still be six and a half feet tall. <laughs> or still be able to whip our ass. Pete, tell us, do you wear Crocs? And is that a common and thing in that, Australia? Do you throw them at the kangaroos that attacks? <laughs> what it always comes up. Every time. Every Fucking time that guy's on it. He guy can't be on a Zoom with Not us. Not even a that. dingo or anything? The guy can't even be on a Zoom with us. He's like, how's Australia? We're also so fascinated. Yeah, did you run over any fucking kangaroos yeah. today? Yeah, kill a kangaroo. You square up with a kangaroo today. Mind you, they have 300 poisonous snakes we'll never talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Stone, tell us about it. Go ahead, Bill. Go nuts. Your time to shine. Have you? Now you've you've been a lead singer before. You are. Yes. And have you ever had a, a band where you took time off, where you like somebody else is going to sing the song, I'll just hang back. No. You've never relinquished the lead vocal. I will never relinquish. Oh, is this something? No relinquishing. Now you don't think you need like a piss break? I, that's what I like about the band. No. I'm just going to leave and do my own thing, and then I'll be back when you're done. Oh. That's how I would do it. I would always have a song where somebody else sang. 
like a lead. Can't do it. No, you would. You can't. You can't relinquish that much control. What if, no. what if the drummer has? It's it? not a control thing. It's just a. It's your band, right? Like there's only two of us in the fucking band, right? <laughs> you know, right? She can she sing if she can sing. Uh, track twelve, I'm open. This is quite the oddball little track. Like the Nova beginning, like I'm landing on something. Yeah, Ed's gonna speak right into your brain here. A man lies in his bed in a room with no door. He waits, hoping for a present, something, anything to enter. After spending half his life searching, he still felt as blank as the ceiling at which he stared. He is alive, but feels absolutely nothing. So is he? When he was six, he believed that the moon overhead followed him by nine. And I, I don't want to sound prejudicial. Trading magic for fact. Okay. But Eddie Vedder, no in his natural backs. speaking voice, sounds so like a Native American, like, like he seems Native American. What? He just comes off. I know it might be the West Coast thing. I don't know. But he seems like he's... This has a Native American cadence to his speech. It's very pattern. racist. It's not. It's not racist. You should I, be ashamed of yourself. I, well, don't you? Do, do you not? He might Jeremy's, have some Native American. Uh, Native views American do not represent my. He own. might have some Native American blood because everything he says sounds like sage advice. Sounds like something you want to do. And I think that most Stereotype Native Americans Jeremy. have the uh, have wisdom. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm trying to trying to trying to back out of something here. I saved myself. Part of the Lakota tribe. Okay, Jerry. <laughs> I hope Jerry actually goes to jail. <laughs> you Native American, in jail. Native American jail. Oh no. Hi, cheap. I'm done. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Local podcasts are canceled before he ever fucking started. <laughs> This has been great. Thanks for the wild ride. What is going on in your head right now? I'm loving this. I know. You have these ultra-mega-good <laughs> headphones now, and the gummies are kicking in. This is a this is, this is is an everything ride. It's psychedelic. We're going to actually listen to this album twice. What? We're going to give it another go-around so we can really like get get it. We'll do that. The subtleties. Gonna be a good run. Nope, it's a first. We've never done that before. What's that? Run it through twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. We're, We're gonna do that. that. Yeah. When are we doing that? Right now. Oh no, no, no. Yes. You can do that with. Uh, that'd be the. That'd be the Schneider cut. This album. <laughs> that Schneider cut thing is such a fucking. Gimmick. Jerry always wants to quit. I don't want to quit. I just don't want to listen to the album over again. Well, it's not about what you want all the time, Jerry. <laughs> Obviously, I we're going into the, the final track here I'll for sh- the first go around. I'll shut up through this whole thing. I'll this like is it. around the band, Jerry. Jerry, put your headphones on. It's on. They're on. No. <sighs> They're, okay. Well, what, what do you want me? You to don't hear? want to hear this fucking? I, I'm hearing it on, on. It's a stereo recording, Jerry. Yeah, I got. I got the right side. Uh, we'll just shut it off, guys. <laughs> Jerry's <laughs> just it, quitting the podcast. It. You stop it. I'm not quitting any podcast. This son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Talk about our mothers and shit. Son of a bitch. That's terrible. My mother's dead. I know you like to continually mock me for having a dead mom. You know? I hope you never I hope, have to I hope we have suffer t- the same fate. I will. I hope we have a t-shirt. Because <laughs> that's... I mean, I'm not going to say it. But that Good. t-shirt said my mother is dead. The Grunge Podcast. People who listen to the show will know. I never said a fucking word about your mother in that reason. Right. <laughs> 
Sounds like a stand-up, really cool woman, man. She was out of control. Yeah, it's wonderful. I lie still, you move, I Come on, man. Listen to this Hawaii vibe right here. I love it. It's very Hawaiian. I regret not knowing about this when it came out. Yeah. It's a beautiful album, really. It's wacky. It's got some weird little kinks in it, but fuck, man. I love them it's all. It's slow. There are points of it that are slow. Yeah. And I need that. I need an, I need an album to be like a, a play, you know, a come a big up moment. It's dynamic. Down. Yeah, I like the up and down of an album. I hold your head deep in my arms. I like my fingertips, they close your eyes. This person's dead. What, Jerry? What is this about? Let's see here. Come on, Jerry. There's a sun around the bend. There's a sun around the bend. Yeah, come on, man. Listen to those guitars. God damn it. Fucking good are those guitars. So good. I, I I I like this a lot, man. <clears throat> Hawaiian. Yeah. That's a sound that will never bring me down. It's like the best Don Ho jam there ever was. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, that was my favorite <laughs> thing to look at when I would go to like music stores and I was in my, you know, when I was 12. Don see Ho. Don Ho Ho. Yeah, you look at you look at him. He looks like his name would be Don Ho. Yeah, he looks so happy. All these moments that I've missed, please forgive me. There's, there's only like, like four songs I would want an out, our new outro to be. <laughs> and if we could just do this yeah. and talk over it and everything. What do you give this album? I give it a... Right. And then it just ends. Like, it just plays itself out. No websites. No pandering. Just peace. I wonder if this is my last episode. So jarring. I was like, no. <laughs> yes. Go back and look at the video of me about to protest. Please don't do that. <laughs> no. No code. No code. Jerry. What are your thoughts? 
I can only think of one song I didn't like. What didn't you like? It was the, I don't know, it was one of them. I didn't like it. It was five minutes and 47 seconds long. I said it before the song started that I didn't like it. That's right. <laughs> before having ever heard it, he no, had decided. I, I don't like this. And uh, But everything else was, I can see why they, I don't understand it as a fan of music. Right. But I can see why people who were devoted to this band on a previous sound. Yeah, they alienated just, that, some people. That was their final straw because like Vitology sort of bent too, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, I can't wait for the new one to come out. And then they get this. Yeah, I can see why. And they, they lead the way with who you are. Oh, that is. Like, yeah. what guys? I can say that's one of the weaker songs on the album, too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I see I the issue that. with it. I do like the song. I, I, I have yeah. nothing negative to say about it, but it's a hell of a choice for the single. It's a B-side. In, 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 the, stereo, in the world of Pearl Jam, like uh, up yeah. until this point, that's a B-side. Yeah. I, I, I like the album. I mean... We're gonna. Gr- I mean, it's hard to grade Pearl Jam. It really is. Uh, I mean, you can't go much wrong with B plus, man, because that's this is not an album. It's probably an album I got to re-listen to and do it again. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it gets an A from me. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, I don't. I, I can't even point out to you real clearly, like what's so great about it. It's just got a very unique vibe to me. And I like it so much, and, you know, I'm sure I've got nostalgia and shit tied up in it, too. Um, but, man, it's a fun listen. I, like, I, I, man, it we takes talk. me to a mood. Why we like it. I, why I like it, why I gave it a B plus. Normally, ones I won't listen to again or may try to get listened to again, I'll give, like, a B or C or C plus or something like that. Mm. But this was just music. They It seemed like, they were, like you said, sincere, and I can get why now. As music from the heart. A lot of it, there, there wasn't, it wasn't too deep. It wasn't too vapid either. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole thing was just a good, it was a good ride. Well-structured album. I'll say that. Like we, uh, we, there's you not mean a, like the track list. The track listing yeah, yeah. was, was really well done. Really yeah. well done on this. So I, I, I felt like I was on a ride with it and yeah, I, I, I can see why you like it more than the other ones. Is it better than Vitology? Which I think Vitology is the best one they've done. Oh no, verses, verses. I apologize, verses. So this is, but it's up there. Verses is your favorite so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, how could you not like verses? How could you? I mean, if you on the surface, verses is yeah. going to just blow everyone out of the fucking water. Right but, but at this one, I can see why people alienated it, but I can't see why. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this album big way. Yeah, yeah. I love whatever that weird, you know, vibe or mood that that I get from it. Uh, I love the sound of Jack Irons drums. They stripped down. Yeah, and I really I like the way Ed um just a more raw version of Ed that I don't think we had really seen yet up until this album. And he took control on this one, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if we looked, he probably has a whole lot of writing credits on this album. Yeah. For the best. And probably probably Vitology a bit too. I, I don't remember all the who gets writing credits on them, but but yeah, I think Ed was definitely had come into like this is Ed's band now mm-hmm. on this shit. Three albums in, he took the onus. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, shit. Usually, it takes one one album <laughs> yeah. for a lead singer to be like, "This is mine now." Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I hope you guys love that album. You've never looked uh, more peaceful. No, I'm ready you, to you, die. You look serene. Yeah, you. Look, I mean, this is this. If you watch this, if this is ever on YouTube, which it won't be, 
Like you're blocked, but we'll try. You will see a man smiling and his eyes closed and just <laughs> dancing yeah. around. It was around the 41 minute mark. <laughs> okay. But it, it was still, it was still, it was nice to see you happy. Yeah. Um, well, go to the website, thegrungepodcast.com. Go on the Patreon. Send us email. Whoop-de-doo. Don't be a square.